Today in our first reading and our gospel reading, we see a common theme from both of them, this idea of gratitude. We hear from our first reading from the book of Kings about a king named Naaman who had leprosy as a king, yet he found out that there was a prophet in another kingdom that could cure him from leprosy. So he goes out to seek that prophet, even though he's a king, and seeking a prophet from another kingdom, his enemy, he still chooses in humility to go and to seek this prophet. As a king seeking this prophet, the prophet instead decides to send his messenger to tell King Naaman exactly what he needs to do to be cleansed from leprosy. For a king to then, instead of being met face to face by a prophet, and sent a messenger into its midst to say and explain exactly how to get cured from leprosy is an insult to the king. But instead, in humility, he continues to obey and follow the instructions of the messenger. The messenger instructs King Naaman to then go to the river of Jordan and bathe himself seven times in the river Jordan. King Naaman then thinks to himself, out of all the rivers in my kingdom, out of all the rivers in this area, why the river Jordan? And so he continues to follow his instructions. And so in our first reading, we hear on how he gives praise and is grateful for being cleansed. In our gospel reading today, we hear about 10 people with leprosy, all 10 being cured but yet one comes back to give thanks to God. There's a story of a Jew Jewish student who was aspiring for holiness. So one morning, he went to a Jewish rabbi and with much satisfaction told the rabbi, Master, I think I'm making a lot of progress in holiness. I am able to fast without eating or drinking anything for a whole day. I am able to, I'm able to do a lot of good things for other people, and I don't expect anything in return, and they do not recognize me, and I don't enjoy it. At night, I beat myself with a whip. I whip myself so that I can be disciplined, so that I will not fall into the sins of the flesh. When life becomes very difficult, I roll around in a thorny bush in order to discipline myself. The rabbi said to him, come with me. The rabbi brought the student to the window. Outside the window, there was a horse, and the teacher said to the student, that horse is not given food for one day, yet it keeps on pulling the cart in the field. That same horse does a lot of good things. He is not fed. He's not even thanked. Instead, at night, he is whipped by his master so that he is disciplined. Sometimes I see him rolling around the thorns, probably in order to relieve the itchy feeling he has. The rabbi turned to the student and said, So now tell me, is that a horse or is that a saint? Some of us think that being a saint means living a life of asceticism, 
Some of us think being a saint means doing hard things. Some of us think being a saint means praying and praying and fasting and doing charitable works without being recognized. Don't get me wrong, all these things are great things, but the basis of holiness is not that. The basis of holiness is gratitude. Gratitude is the ability to recognize everything as a grace, as a gift from God. To be able to recognize that, we have to first recognize that we're not entitled to everything. Because when we look at gratitude, we have two dispositions we hold within ourselves. Entitlement, or taking those gifts for granted. Because if we look at our own lives, this entitlement of gratitude comes about in phrases and thoughts like, don't I have the right to be happy? Or don't I have the right to good health? Don't I have the right to some peace? Or the other side of the coin, taking these gifts for granted. How many of us have gotten the opportunity and moment to enjoy the beautiful weather that we're having right now and not 110 degrees, the scorching, the scorching heat. But instead, that gift just passes away. It's just something, out of, uh, something ordinary in our life. It's something expected. Do we take for granted the fact that we had food to eat today, the clothes we wear, the car we drive, the ability to get here to church, to sit in a church where there's four walls, air conditioning, and lights, while others in different parts of the world have to walk two, three, four hours to worship on Sunday. Instead of sitting in a building with four walls, a roof, air conditioning, and lights, they sit in a tin shed with no walls, no air conditioning. Some of them coming after four hours of walking on an empty stomach with no clothes to wear, with no shoes on their feet, and not even a car to get them from point A to point B. So then what is gratitude then, my dear brothers and sisters? I think to really understand it, I think we have to go back to the source and the best example of gratitude which is the Eucharist itself. The word Eucharistia, the celebration we are in, is a celebration of thanksgiving. When we come to the Eucharist, we come to give thanks. What are we coming to give thanks to? What are we coming to give thanks for? And why do we come in thanksgiving? As we begin the liturgy of the Eucharist, on Sundays we don't get to hear it as much, but during daily mass, right as the altar is being prepared, the deacon hands the priest a paten, and you'll, hear in a, you'll see in a little bit, it prayed in silence. But Father says, blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you fruit of the earth, and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual food. 
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. We're coming here to give thanks and blessings for all the wonderful gifts. The good, the bad, the ugly, the things we recognize as gifts from God, and the things we don't recognize as gifts. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we've received the bread we offer you. This gift is not something that we do to merit on our own. We don't do this by our own doing, but it is a gift freely given to God for us. The bread that we're about to offer at the Eucharist is not just something that we produce, we've concocted, and that we've done by our own mares, by our own hands, but it is a gift from God that allows us to participate in. And we hear that very clearly in the next line, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. That gift, that gift of gratitude is not meant for us to just hold on to. That gift of gratitude is meant for us to use and then to share that gratitude with others. It begins with that gift of love that we're given. The gift to be able to be in relationship to, with God and the ability to relate and to encounter Him every day and in every moment of our life. So in that cooperation, in that participation, in that relationship, we give thanks to God because we ourselves don't merit that relationship. We ourselves can't earn that relationship by our own. We can't sit here and demand that relationship from God and expect God to be in relationship with us. But instead, that relationship was freely given. We lost that ability at the fall in the Garden of Eden. But that hasn't stopped God from loving us, from extending his hand out to us and loving us in our brokenness, our frailty, and our weakness. So how do we live that gratitude out in our life? I would like to share a story. Years ago, I was visiting a lady in, her, in a retirement home. And every time I saw her, she was giving thanks to everyone, from the nurses to her care staff. She kept saying to them, thank you, thank you, thank you. So one day, the nurse was irritated and wanting to keep her quiet, told her, ma'am, you don't owe me anything. You don't have to thank me, for I'm doing my duty. She tells the nurse in response, No, 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 no. You don't owe me anything. I'm not entitled to your care. You are caring for me. You are making me well. And that is a gift that I should be grateful for. Because I do not deserve the care that you're giving me. Every day of our life is a running prayer of gratitude. This prayer widens our vision to see God every day and, and every moment of our life. Because nothing is ours, nothing belongs to us. Everything is a gift from God. And therefore we begin to see and recognize God in every little thing. And how he's gifted us these little things in our life.
and in seeing those God's presence in our daily life, it builds, strengthens, and deepens our relationship with Him. Because the prayer of gratitude, the gift of gratitude, does not benefit God. It benefits us. So I want to leave you with the preface prayer that we're about to enter into in the liturgy of the Eucharist. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is its, it's itself a gift, since our praise adds nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation. Amen.